0: Hey Achievers, this is Maya, founder of Healthy High Achievers. Join our global community and create healthier routines to avoid burnout and feel more calm and healthy. Let's get to it. If I work a lot on my mindset and journaling and I love that stuff, but I'm like, hey, oh, wait a minute. When was the last time I really had a good sweat? <laughs> or when yes. was the last time I was... So sometimes I just take a box, I put it on my desk and I'm just working well, while standing up.
1: Yeah, to try to
0: not sit down too much you know but mm-hmm. that's what i really want to i really want my healthy high achievers to walk away with that today is we talk a lot about decluttering indeed i have a lot of focus on cleaning out your schedule but i yeah what's lacking there is i haven't talked to my audience yet about how can you really implement those mini moments of movement because mm. also that we you know influences your mood makes you feel better and your body just needs it to detoxify and for all kinds of functions
1: yeah for sure and that's what you hear about something like the runner's high it's like this idea that you know you're getting these endorphins that that you're 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 kind of creating you're multiplying them and it's going to help you to feel better now we, we don't always enjoy it exactly there and then sometimes it's tough um but let me talk to your listeners about first of all what i think the beauty of exercise is and why i became a personal trainer Um, So from a young age, I've been very into it, right? And I understand that not everybody is or not everyone will share that same passion for exercise that I do. Their passions may lie elsewhere. Now, it just so happens that exercise, and I'm not going to go into, you know, why why exercise is so important. We know that that's well publicized, but what I am going to go into is how to make it a habit. And also, if you don't enjoy it, how to make it enjoyable or reasonably enjoyable for yourself. So I think... First of all, it is to find what it is that you enjoy. So you mentioned uh, before we came on air, you mentioned uh, salsa. And so for some people, exercise and getting a sweat on comes from music and dancing. And that's perfect because for, for me, me... it does. Yeah, you know, so, so I think a big thing is that's movement. So I would probably more look at exercise in the sphere of movement so how can we create movement in our lives so for some people it'll be enrolling in a salsa class they'll find that more enjoyable than going and joining a gym Mm. um where i live here in dublin i'm by the coast and you have people who swear by a sea swim every day so they'll go in rain hail or shine they'll go into the sea because they just feel that it has that rejuvenating quality um, for them, that it helps them to feel refreshed, awake, even if it's only say a two-minute dip. Because often it gets so cold that that's about all you can go in for, unless you're wearing a wetsuit. Um, and they they put aside that time for for themselves. So so number one is try and make it enjoyable by picking an activity that that you like. Okay, so you might have to scour back to your PE days at school. Some people didn't find them enjoyable at all. But what I would say. As well as if you're really struggling to come up with something here, then realise that. And I am going to hit you with one stat because if we're if we're in a sedentary lifestyle, uh, that's actually linked to 35 chronic health conditions. So mm. so that's a big reason for, for doing the following. If you're not big into any of the the areas I just mentioned, dancing, um, you know, swimming, going to the gym. Um, then what you, you, you need to do is be aware that, okay, that can be to the de- detriment of your health. So maybe think of, can I pair my exercise with an activity that I enjoy at least? So go on the treadmill while watching a TV program that you really enjoy. Um, and, and this is called task matching. And that's actually a good example of effective multitasking, because a lot of the times if, multitasking, which I know you've mentioned, is ineffective. But this is matching a mental task with a physical task, which can actually work quite well. So, you know, we're watching uh, our favorite TV program while being on the treadmill or doing some kind of a yoga uh, mat workout with some stretches. And I know on the, on the achievers, uh, the H- healthy high achievers, um, you know, a group that you have that the last person was talking about yoga and things like that. So people can, can check that out. You, you seem to kind of have a, a, a everything for for everyone there in terms of this sphere Maya so I, I'd say that's really big and then what I can happily go on to is how to actually incorporate this in your day-to-day in a way that doesn't feel overwhelming
0: yeah and I just want to touch on that how yeah I love how you say that you link that physical activity with a mental activity right because men like multitasking two mental activities is just Your brain is switching from task to task. It's not really doing two things at the same time. And it burns up a lot of energy, mental energy. Mm -hmm. So I love that idea of just moving while you're doing something mental. And I just try Mm -hmm. to do more meetings on just a WhatsApp call, just audio. And then I go outside, I walk around, whatever, just to be moving and not sitting in front of my computer. So I try doing that. But I also love what you say about it needs to be something you really like doing. Or if you don't like doing it, like the treadmill, link, let your brain link it to something that you like, like your favorite series. Yeah. And that's a, a really good brain trick you mentioned there because you're you're literally tricking your brain into liking that activity <laughs> because yeah. you link it to something that you do like or you might give yourself a reward afterwards and then your brain's like, okay, let's do this again. This is fun. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Absolutely. And like, you've just touched on so many things there. So the reward afterwards can be, can be good. And, and again, it might be something as simple as a coffee, um, you know, or, Like it depends, everyone has a different reward mechanism, or even just noticing how good you feel. That's a reward mechanism in and of itself. And and that ties in nicely with how to create a habit out of this. So it's called the three R habit loop. And it's it's very, very easy to remember. Okay. So the first thing that we need is a reminder to do a specific routine. Okay. Whether that is um, a reminder on your phone at, let's say, 11. AM and 3 p.m., two typical times that, you know, everyday workers can find they hit a bit of an energy slump that kind of after lunch and that the lead up to lunchtime. So that can be a great time to get a bit of movement in. So that's the first R is, is reminder. The second R then is routine. So what routine are you going to follow? And this is where you might need some coaching or a little bit of outside help. Um, for this and I'm happy my to do it I know we've got the camera here so I can bring people through a guided two minute stretch um, in their in their chairs we, we can do that here live um, yeah. and I can I'll also supply supply the link um, for you in the show notes of the the five minute routine that I know you did already today so um, will provide listeners with, with plenty of options on that. So that's routine. So that's the second R. And then the third R is really important. And you mentioned it. It's the reward. And sometimes the reward is at the end of the week, going and getting a latte and a muffin. Because, you know, we're human beings. We, I personally really don't find these extreme diets where it's, it's a all or nothing to be a particularly successful long term. So I encourage people to enjoy their treats um, to the max. And realise we're human, and more the 80-20 rule, where we try and eat good stuff 80% of the time, and you know you can have have those treats 20% of the time, and and even then, if you're in that 80-20 category, you're still better off than the vast majority of of the population in the in the developed world. So, I would say um I would say definitely. Um, have a think about that kind of thing. So that's it. So the reward could be that it could be a latte and a muffin or very simply just noticing the energy benefits of a little bit of movement that you've come back to your desk. And all of a sudden that task that you were stuck on, you know, you've had a bit of a creative breakthrough because you've given yourself a little break or you just feel more energetic for you. You mentioned taking a call on WhatsApp. And I I like that because actually there's the added tonality benefit when we're more upright um, and you can actually hear that in people's voice and that can come across as being more passionate, more engaging. So there's, you know, oftentimes there's, there's other benefits to these, these little acts of, of movement.
0: Mm, that makes me think I should do more of my podcast episodes while standing up. Cause I'm sitting down now. Are you standing yeah, up yeah. or sitting down?
1: Yeah, it's something you could think about. Again, I actually think it's not it's not one or the other. I sometimes it's nice to have a conversation with someone sitting down as well. So, it's more just like you're doing for the calls, but it again in terms of even when we're seated, um if you want to open up your diaphragm, just make sure you're sitting on your your sit bones. So that's one thing I can do before we go through the stretches is just describe those sit bones that are at the bottom of your, your bum. I won't get up and show on camera because it's uh, it's it's not very elegant, but we can all find them and locate them. They're just at the bottom of our, our bums and you can actually scooch around on your seat until you find them two sit bones, okay? And you yeah. already notice, Maya here, I can already notice that you're sitting more upright. Yeah, I am.
0: Because I was leaning you know, in to talk to you, you know, but I should sit more upright.
1: Well, exactly. And I mean, again, you're going to adapt it to whatever your activity is, but for, more, more often than not, if we're in front of the computer, if we're sitting on those sit bones, we're going to, we're just going to have a better posture. Um, and sometimes we get into suboptimal posture when we're in what's called a flow state and that's okay. As long as outside that flow state, we make a little bit of effort to sit more upright or do a little bit of stretching to, to offset that. Cause you know, you'll, I'm sure agree with me. The flow state's a beautiful state to get into. And, you know, we can't always get into it if we're trying to do everything perfectly, right? So yeah, yeah, as as we have to allow these suboptimal postures as well in our day.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Wow, there's so much in this episode already. Um, And I think we're only halfway. Thank you so much, Jacqueline. Just one question. Are you... Standing up or sitting down right now?
1: Uh, right now, I'm, I'm sitting down. Yeah, I'm sitting uh, down. Right now. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I couldn't tell. I couldn't tell. For my podcast listeners, um, you can always check out this video on YouTube. You can watch us. And actually, you might want to do that now because let's do like a two-minute stretching exercise. I'm, I didn't know this one was going to be interactive, but I'm loving it. And, um, yeah. and then after that, I just want to close off this interview with just a couple of tips on how to, if you don't have time for your routine, you know, if a day just explodes and it's ex- extremely busy and life mm-hmm. gets chaotic sometimes, um, a, a few more tips on how to just move more in your daily
1: life. Beautiful. Yeah. Looking forward to that. Okay. So let's start with this routine. So sitting on those sit bones, if you haven't found them yet. Stand up. Okay. Okay. And put your hands to the bottom of your bum and just find those sit bones, locate them and then sit down again. And you should be more upright, okay? Um, if you still haven't found them, Google it. Google uh, <laughs> it can be quite helpful for these things. So we're oh, all sitting Yeah, exactly. So we're all sitting upright now. We're just gonna very, very simply, what I want you to do is just drop your right ear towards your right shoulder. Love it, Maya, I love that you're joining in. You're a great host.
0: Yes, loving it. Okay. I did your five-minute energizer this morning, and I love that. So I feel like I have a day of um, Declan stretching exercises.
1: Of movement, exactly. So we're just pulling down now slightly, just to add to that stretch. And just go to feel your body's natural limits. And then lastly, on this stretch, turn your chin towards your armpit and hold it for five, four, three, two. One, okay, beautiful. So let's just slowly bring it to the other side. So left ear towards left shoulder and just let that stretch for a few seconds. And we're just gonna add to that stretch now. And then I just want you to turn that chin in towards the armpit for five, four, three. Two and one. Okay, so for any yogis on the the podcast here and listening, any of the the healthy high achievers, um, what I want to do now is is a little kind of seated version of the the cat to cow transition. So what we do here, Maya, is we, we curl our chin down and we roll out our upper back. And then what we do is we push our chest through And open out. And we're just going to do that twice more. So let's breathe in on the way down. Chin tucked. And open out and breathe out. And last one. Big breath in. Curl up. And just a big exhale. Okay, beautiful. I never Still did
0: this it. while sitting down, loved it. The yeah, it's cool, part. right?
1: Because it just shows we don't always have to get out of the seat as well. So we can do some stretches just while we're here. So last thing then, Maya, is just want you to warm up your hands. So everyone who's watching to warm up their hands. And then with the, the kind of heel of your palm, place it on your cheekbone. So just under the eyes. On both sides. I
0: have to take off my glasses here.
1: (laughs) Perfect. Now wrap those fingers around your head. So just wrap them and close your eyes. Okay. So the average office worker is sitting for 9.3 hours a day and oftentimes the eyes are working um, during all of those hours by looking at the screen. So this is to give the eyes a break. Mm. How are you feeling?
0: I was like, what, what am I stretching here? But now I get it. I love it.
1: <laughs> so the eyes are a muscle as well. So that's why it's really nice. Like any muscle group to, to either engage them or, or give them a break because many times the eyes are actually being overworked. Um, and now so the sun can...
0: is like surprising me when I open, when I <laughs> open up again.
1: <laughs> yeah. And so what I would say is, so if people have their eyes closed now, you probably notice that you might've had a few speckles at the start that oftentimes they'll die down a little bit and I just want you to take a couple of deep breaths here and just say to yourself I have nowhere that I have to be and nothing I have to solve I give myself permission to relax few more deep breaths allow those eyes just to relax and then on the next out breath I'd like you to just open your eyes and open your palms and rejoin us and just check in with yourself see how you feel that was a mini meditation right there Exactly, exactly. And you asked the question, you know, about how can people incorporate this into their busy days? Well, I mean, we just spent two minutes there, you know, and you described as a mini meditation, feeling good. We moved a little bit. And, you know, more often than not, if we're really honest with ourselves, we have 168 hours in a week. So even if we don't look at it as a daily basis, 168 hours, at least three of those days we can be getting in we can be getting in some kind of movement. And for those days where you're particularly busy, a micro dose of movement like what we've just done. So that between two and five minutes um, of that, you can use the Energizer link that that I'll send to the, Maya this morning and they'll be in the show notes so you can use what we've just done here. But um, for sure, on really busy days, you can squeeze that in. The other thing is, if you have a really busy day, sometimes for a lot of people, and I know particularly the people that are in your community, we're all high achievers. We're striving um, to do good things. And I think sometimes we can try and do too much. So I'd say if there's a day where you don't get your exercise in, sometimes it's a matter of acceptance and allowing yourself to do that and be like, you know, I'm going to get three workouts in this week. Three out of seven is pretty good pretty darn good. So well done today. I took it off or today. I just wasn't feeling well, but I'll eventually catch up. So again, it depends where you're at. If you're in that more sedentary um, category, you got to start small and build up your confidence So start off with these stretches and, you know, and and then build your way into it. There's a great book called The, the power of mini habits. And I just can't remember the gentleman's name who wrote it, but he talks about starting his exercise journey by simply, uh, beginning with one push-up and he could barely do a push-up in his first day and then he c- committed to keep doing these push-ups and eventually that one push up a day turned into a commitment to do three gym sessions a week of 40 minutes um mm. so the, the small little wins really do help with with long term um with long-term sustainable exercise mindfulness nutrition um actions
0: Yeah, that's so key. And I remember um, learning about habits is also just showing up, creating that habit in your brain, even when you don't feel like exercising that day, put on your exercising clothes, and then change again to your normal clothes. (laughs) Just that habit of doing it is programming your brain to, to do it, then it becomes easier next time. And like this week, I'm trying to get back to my Zumba routine and I'm actually doing it with my best friend on Zoom. She's in Belgium. So that's the nice. reward right there, right? We're, we're talking about life, we're having fun and then we're dancing. Yeah. And I was trying to do it by myself the rest of the week. And this week, especially for high achievers, perfectionists, it's just so important to sometimes be, be kind to yourself. And I mean, I... I had so much going on this week so many changes in my life in general Mm -hmm. that i just forgive myself for not having the space right now to move but i did walk around a lot and i did have many things to organize and arrange in the city center so in the end i did get my movement in so sometimes it's about reframing saying okay how i didn't do my routine but did i move and if i didn't move okay why Okay, it's fine. I just needed a rest and it's fine to listen to my body, to give my body that rest. So, thank you, Declan, for this routine, for these tips. This is like a, this podcast is a bomb of a million uh, very (laughs) awesome tips about mini movement, right? And um, just to close off, is there anything that you want to tell the audience, healthy, high achievers, on what you're working on or just the last tip?
1: yeah um no what i would say is just if you want to find out more you can find me at performancetrainer.com. so and trainer spelled t-r-e-a-n-o-r because as it happened that's my my surname so it was written Mm in the stars that end up in this this area of health coaching Um, and you can find me under that um on instagram or uh underscore train to perform on um on twitter so yeah if you've got any questions as well following up from what came up today you can always ask me on decknetperformancetrainer.com because uh you know sometimes people mightn't have, have grasped something 100% or they want to 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 kind of find out where to follow up a little bit on it but other than that I know Maya you do great show notes and, and summaries reason that so you can you can provide the links and all I want to say is a thank you to you Maya as well I think you run a really great uh, community which I'm part of the Healthy High Achievers community And I love the concept. I think it's so important. And the whole concept around this idea of creating meaning by, you know, focusing on the meaningful few instead of the trivial many. So congrats to you and all the great work that you're doing.
0: I love how you frame that. The trivial few or the, what was it?
1: So the meaningful few over the trivial many. And this is Ah. an idea from Essentialism by Greg McGeone, which is a great book as well on that whole area of of really getting, you know, getting down to to what those most important tasks are in terms of your work life and your personal life.
0: Okay, love that. And thank you for being part of Healthy High Achievers. You share some awesome resources as well on the platform. And it was so nice talking to you today. Thank you for everything you taught us. And I see you next time. Bye.
1: My pleasure. Bye.
0: Dear achievers, I hope you liked this episode. If you did, please subscribe and share with your friends, anyone who needs to hear this. You're super welcome to join us at healthyhighachievers.community as well. See you there!